Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Madams Cast. Um, I'm very excited today to be talking to Stacey Williams, who is the Head of Business Development at something called the Gander app. Now, those of you out there who are regular listeners will know that food waste uh, and the way that the different ways that that is generated are a big bugbear of mine. So I was very excited to hear of the Gander app, which links people uh, in real time with reductions at local uh, shops. So that if you're looking for your yellow labels in the store, this will notify you when they pop up. Really excited to see how this app's going to grow and what's going to happen with it. Um, but I'm jumping ahead and I'm starting to give away all of the things. So do remember, if you want to download the podcast, you can do that. And if you want to follow us and support us on Patreon, that's also helpful. Uh, the Madam's Cast is ad-free and always will be. Let's get on to Stacey, make sure he's there and get him to give us a quick lowdown on what's happening with Gander App. Hi, Stacey, are you there? I am indeed. Good to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Nice to meet you too. Um, I hope the weather's nice wherever you are. Yeah, no, it's, well, it's a bit, little bit, a uh, little bit cloudy and overcast, but uh, yeah, no, I'm just outside Glastonbury, so as you can imagine, it's uh, getting very busy around here at the moment. Uh, yes, we are recording at that time of year when the famous Glastonbury Festival is about to occur. Are you hopping in your chopper to go and perform on the uh, on the pyramid stage at any point? Oh, I wish, I wish. No, I'll, I will sit from the comfort of my garden and uh, hopefully be able to hear most of it. Yeah, very nice too. Well, we're a little bit overcast up here in northeast Scotland today. And I have to say, actually, I'm quite pleased about that. We had a bit of rain earlier. And being a, a, a novice gardener, I'm quite excited that I don't have to faff about watering the garden too much this afternoon. So that's a relief for me. Uh, my major food waste issue at the moment is working out what to do with the millions of courgettes I seem to be producing. So if you want any fermented or pickled courgettes, let me know and I'll sling some in the post. Sounds good to me. <laughs> okay, can you give me a very quick rundown of the history of the Gander app uh, for those people out there who are not familiar with it? And, um, you know, and for me, because although I've downloaded it and had a little play around with it, uh, you know, it'll be good to get some background. So I know you're growing in users and I know you launched just before the pandemic. Um, give me some other facts and, and a bit of history. Yeah, so uh, obviously just on the outset of well, at the end of 2019, we, um, we, we launched Gander uh, and it was in Northern Ireland. And it was with a, a, across a, the, the, the spa chain across Northern Ireland. And ultimately, you know, Ashley and, and Mike, who are the founders, Ashley was working in London back in 2016. You know, he was, you know, when leaving his job, he was visiting the local stores for something to eat and obviously kept seeing all these yellow label products that were in store. And he suddenly thought, you know, the only people who ever get to see these and know that they exist is if they physically go into that store. So he, he sort of decided, well, you know, he could see that probably a lot of it wasn't selling. It was probably just ending up, you know, worst case scenario in the bin. Mm. Um, and he thought, well, what can I do to, to help this? And so he basically got a tech team together and worked with, um, uh, an EPOS company, uh, so electronic point of sale, so running all the till systems and, and the markdown systems within within the retailer, and yes. thought, right, how can we get this reduction sticker with all the information that's you know within that barcode, so we know it's a certain product, and then surface it onto an app, which is free to consumers for them to see. Um, and obviously, after a bit of time, you know, a couple of years, managed to develop that product and then launch in the, in Northern Ireland. And what was great, um, it was a real test bed at the time. Um, but you know, we we captured six seven percent of 
the, the Northern Ireland market and they, they downloaded the app uh, and they're using it to this day. But obviously, you know, as time has gone on, we've now sort of progressed to other parts of, of the UK as well. So we're live in just over 530 stores uh, and, and growing every day. That's, um, that's quite an achievement in not a very long uh, um, amount of time. I know that sometimes these tech things appear to spring up out of nowhere, but I am aware that the work in the background can go on for a very long time. So that's quite an impressive turnaround. Well done. Um, and, and so what's the future? What's the plan? Are, the, are we going to have, is everyone going to have Gander? Well, that's our aim. <laughs> so, uh, that would be great. Uh, you know, and who's to say that, that it won't happen? I mean, we, you know, we, we are talking to lots of retailers. We, you know, we've got lots in the pipeline. We're, we're talking to the sort of a lot of the big multiple groups as well. Uh, so we hope to see some some household names uh, using Gander. You know, by by the end of this year. Um, but I think you know we're, we're you know we're not just UK centric. We're we're looking at, um, at Australia. So you know we've got a team over there, and they launch in the next couple of weeks uh, so that will be uh, across uh, some stores across the, the Gold Coast and, and likewise in Queensland so we're really excited by that um, but you know I mean what's amazing even with those 532 stores that we've got on um, you know ever since they've, they've joined us you know we've, we've basically helped them save you know 24 million items that's what they've surfaced and, and managed to sell through wow. you know using our channel so you know it's it's it just shows what is possible if you were then to bring that to a far wider market. I wonder how that equates to carbon because food waste, you know, is a huge contributor to, to global um, greenhouse emissions. Uh, I don't suppose you've got a handy metric, have you, of some sort? Yeah, I mean, luckily, I mean, for us, that means that we, we've helped them save 25,000 tonnes of CO2 emissions and, you know, prevented that uh, taking place because, you know, ultimately, you know, globally, eight to 10% of food waste contributes to the greenhouse gas emissions. So, I mean, you know, it's a staggering, staggering um, total that. Um, But, you know, and like I said, if I were to bring it to life, you know, if you thought of food waste emissions being a country, then it would be the globally, then it would be the third largest country in the world. Um, So, you know, again, it's, it's a real issue that needs to be addressed as quickly as we can because it generally would make a difference to climate change yeah i totally agree i totally agree a lot of people overlook uh, overlook their their food impact if you like their food footprint and um now is not a good time to be doing that and definitely definitely going forward it's going to be more important so this is a win-win-win really okay i'm, I'm going to save some money um i'm potentially gonna um i'm gonna find and be introduced to new foods as well because if i find them reduced it might encourage me to try them uh it's going to link me up with fresh produce because a lot of fresh produce is is the first thing to be reduced in shops i've always thought or i've always noticed um and it's going to save globally some carbon as well as the uh, you know help support the the local retailers to some degree so you know i'm i'm liking the sound of this quite a lot i mean the, the cynic in me would say well we should have better food systems where we don't generate food waste but I think I'm probably more of a realist these days than I used to be. So I'm I'm excited to to find out more about Gander, see what you're up to, and also you know find out what you guys uh, and you specifically um, think you can would like to change about the world of food. So are you ready to dive into the main part of the podcast? Yeah, why not? Okay, would you like to give me your first point or first thing that you would like to change about the world of food? I think probably if we're talking about waste and food waste, which is you know is what we're passionate about reducing, I yeah. think collaboration collaboration is key, and I think that's at every level. So I, 
and this you know there's been a great start with it you know you've got rap uh, which is the waste resources uh, action program uh, an ngo that was set up um, and is you know well established now and working with big multiple retailers uh, not just in this country but further you know across the world as well um, and i think you know collaboration between those bodies but likewise you know local community groups mm-hmm. um you know rap have done a fantastic campaign to you know as they say win it don't bin it mm-hmm. um which was went out you know just you know three or four months ago now um and it was a really successful campaign but i think you know it's how can we get that campaign to everybody in the country mm-hmm. so i think through collaboration you know whether it be us whether it be you know all you know, all these um technology solutions but likewise the retailers and the smaller convenience retailers being involved to really make that step change and and make the just the general public and everybody think about food waste uh, it's not often that a point is put across so well and succinctly that I don't um, have to ask too many questions about it. But that you've, you know, the Madam's Cast in and of itself is all about two things: it's con- conversation and collaboration. And I think when those, when you have a good conversation and then you collaborate with like-minded people, or you have the willingness to collaborate within businesses, within uh, within all sorts of different structures, then anything is possible uh, and uh, it's just absolutely delighted to hear you say that i think in this world we tend to think if someone's in uh some sort of tech world they're just looking to get their company developed make loads of money and you know put their feet up well actually it sounds like the motivations here are more than just that i mean obviously we've all got to make a few quid but uh, i'm excited to hear that so um can you give me one very quick example of where collaboration is paying off for you I think certainly for us, it's 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 working with with retailers. Um, you know, we've predominantly been in the convenience sector um, right from the infancy of when we you know we, we first launched, um, and you know giving them the support because you know some some retailers might not even have a reduction policy, um, so you know we've supported them to create that you know tracking the data really making them understand the end-to-end you know markdowns in within their store you know how many reductions they've got how many are being wasted how many being sold Mm -hmm. Uh, so never mind the app obviously trying to help mitigate that but actually supporting them in in understanding right are you you reducing at the right time so you're giving yourself the best possible opportunity to, to sell it Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and likewise, then show it to the general public, whether they be in store or whether they be using the app um, and that, you know, and making sure a really robust process is in place in stores makes a, a huge difference, um, let alone, you know, then marketing it to a wider audience. So I think, you know, sometimes it is as much as about, you know, giving that sort of expertise and support um, has made a significant difference. We found certainly with the, the retailers we, we've worked with. Yeah, well, there's not a better example of collaboration out there, is there? You've taken someone who didn't even realise they had a problem. You've explained to them how to make their business more profitable, and all of this presumably before you, you <laughs> before you can um, you can begin to make a pound off it. So that's that's great, and and you're all the way along there, saving food from going to landfill or worse. So you know that's that's totally brilliant. Um, okay, great example of collaboration. Thanks very much. Um, all right, I'm going to have a little sip of uh, water here and then I'm going to ask you if you're ready to give me point number two. And don't worry if it ties back to be, 
everyone who comes on, we all end up going around in circles because everything links back to each other. That's how it worked. But I don't think it can be overstated. And I'm looking forward to hearing what your number two is. Well, I suppose for me, it's about elevating reduced to clear food because there's it's great quality. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, you know, and I think probably what consumers have been used to in the past is there's you know a dark corner of a store where it's ultimately you know perhaps grouped all together and there's a bit of red stripping just to highlight it and it's how can we the retailers elevate it make it look fun engaging vibrant um because there's so much effort has gone in to create that food whether it be a ready meal whether it be some produce whatever it might be um and i think we just need to sort of destigmify the fact that you know that food is still perfectly good to eat that night you could freeze it depending on what it is you know quite often it's best before dates um you know and the quality isn't necessarily gonna you know uh, you know be any different from today till tomorrow so always think about you know can you actually also save yourself some money at the same time as well? Because mm. I think, you know, cost of living crisis, you know, when I was just looking, you know, on our, um, we've recently launched a new website. So you can see all our reductions live uh, on, on our Gander website as well as within the app. And I was just having us, you know, look through some of the stores that I know, you know, and I thought, you know, what, if that store was literally down the road for me, I, I, I could create a meal for tonight for less than a fiver. Uh, you know, and basically feed, feed my family. You know, got three children, and and, and you know, my, my wife as well. So, you know, the, the possibilities are just immense. This should be public information. We should be projecting this on the side of every town hall. You know, your local area. Who's offering reductions right now? I realise I might be interfering with how you monetize your app, so I apologise. <laughs> um, uh, uh, you know, absolutely. I mean, if it's there on the web. We should just be, you know, that you should be able to walk in, let's say you're in the post office, that should be up on a screen because one of your jobs is to go to the post office, your next job is to go shopping. You can see there's some reductions over there. Oh, I'm going to go and I'll see what's there. And then the other thing that comes from that, because I'm all about ideas and you've probably had all these ideas already. If you haven't, have them, take them away, be welcome to them. They probably won't work because they're mine. But um, uh, you should get a couple of cool kids on a moped and you should give them the app and you should challenge them to make supper and you should get them to film it and put it on YouTube. Um, I think it'd be awesome. Or TikTok. What is it the children listen to these days? TikTok, I think. I think I think it's TikTok, there. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. We, it's probably not. It's, down a bit. <laughs> it's probably not for us, but yeah, it's definitely TikTok. <laughs> I think I need to get into it. Someone I recently had a guest on the on the podcast. He's a chef, very cool guy, um, Tom Bateman, doing some great food, um, and he he was like oh well i've got quite a few followers on on tiktok and i was like i'm not quite sure what that is i had to quickly google it uh and he's like quite a few he's got like 1.5 million followers i mean he's a guy he's an example we should ask tom nicely if he would sign on to the gander app go and grab a couple of things and and make us something and chuck it on tiktok that would be good wouldn't it well it's strange you say that because i did a podcast not so long ago and um it was uh, the guy who was sort of with me on that was um, Meals by Mitch. So again, just a guy who's been working, you know, day job. But you know, as a result of lockdown, he went on and decided to, you know, how could he do, you know, meals for less than a fiver? Um, and it was great listening to him. And you know, like you say, he's got one and a half million followers on TikTok, which I just think is amazing. That you know, Brilliant. what you can do with technology nowadays, uh, I think is is great. Yes, phenomenal. Meals by Mitch. I might look that up. I mean, I. I, I guess the answer is cook. 
Yes. Go and get some reduced ingredients, ideally via the Gander app, and then just cook with them. Um, yeah. Cooking, cooking your, your own food. I mean, although I suppose we have to take, we have to be careful, don't we? We need to take into account the cost of energy at home these days. It's maybe, maybe some people in certain circumstances might find it more effective to buy food that's ready to eat. But I think the application of a slow cooker or a, a pressure cooker um, it, or a microwave can, can help a lot with those, those other added costs. Well, wow, brilliant. Okay, so elevating reduced to clear food. So it's sort of destigmatizing it a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Finish? I mean, we, we you know, because when we, when we work with a retailer, I mean, if, if you look at our logo, our logo is, our logo is a goose. Yeah. So hence have a gander. Uh, and, you know, so we, we always support the retailer by putting in new stripping. It basically, you know, it's have a gander, reduced to clear, but it's, it's, it's green, it's vibrant, it, it's fun. Um, and therefore it doesn't necessarily look like a reduced to clear section. Um, and it does make a difference because people laugh, they smile, they love the brand. Um, and, you know, I think it, just having that sense of fun, you know, likewise in the app, you know, not all heroes wear capes. I'm sure you've seen that, <laughs> uh, and, you know, and it's a great big watermelon with a, you know, a reduction sticker on it. But, you know, I think just having that sense of fun, you know, and utilizing, you know, technology for wider good can make a difference. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, uh, you know, um, again, uh, no arguments, no arguments from me. Um, uh, and, a, and a good tip, Meals by Mitch. I'm going to have to look him up and see what's going on there. Although I'm disappointed to hear you've been on another podcast. Surely there aren't any other podcasts. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean to be fair, I mean this this just shows because I mean I don't really follow TikTok, but I only you know found out about him by doing that podcast. But I've you know I've followed him ever since because it's great. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, maybe I'm having a midlife. Uh, a middle-aged crisis here where I'm, I'm putting myself in denial of TikTok, but I need to start. I need to have a TikTok account. Otherwise, I'm going to miss out on all these cool people who might be changing the world around me and I don't, I don't get to talk to them. That would be a tragedy. Um, okay, fine. Um, I'll worry about that on my own time, <laughs> whether I'm a bit um, tech-phobic. What's the word for that? Luddite? Am I a Luddite? I don't know. Um, hopefully not. Okay, brilliant. So, so far, we've got collaboration, and we've got elevating, reduced to clear food. And I think those are both absolutely great points to make within the sphere of food waste and perhaps in the, in the greater sphere of food in general and how it impacts the environment, greater collaboration uh, uh, and the use of, um, use of clever technology and elevating things and changing the way that people perceive stuff. Uh, is a terrible snobbery to some people. Um, I, mean, I shouldn't say terrible. I guess it's not a character flaw. If it's just the way they are, they're entitled to be that way. Um, but you know, you do you do definitely uh, encounter people who would you know they wouldn't buy the shop's own brand, let alone something that was reduced. No, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I, th I think that has has got better. I, uh -huh. I generally think that has got better because um, I think you know there was a report done not so long ago which you know more people are starting to look at it as as a as, as a good thing uh, and whether that be from a price perspective um but a lot of people are looking from a, an environmental perspective which i think is really encouraging uh, and, and and more should do, do it 
Yeah, I mean, I, certainly, I, I certainly do. I, you know, I, I practice what I preach. You know, I sort of, yeah. you know, I mean, I, you know, on my way home, I sort of think, well, what, what, what can I find? You know, I'm not going to do a, a massive weekly shop, and you know, you end up with lots of things that perhaps you don't necessarily need, and you know, the, the inevitability is then that you you probably end up wasting it, and that's 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 the worst thing. Well, that's a really good tip. That's a really good tip. I mean, so I live quite rurally, so we're quite careful to try and make sure if we're going into town for, I don't know, an exercise class and meeting someone for a meeting then i'll always try and do a little bit of a shop while i'm there for the things that we need because if i don't then i've got to make an extra journey which is just madness and then from my own point of view having thought about the ethics of food for quite a long time um i'm sort of slightly anti uh multiple retailers i know that we need them uh, and i totally accept that the only way forward in the world is to work with them to make them better entities um but uh, one of my absolute winners is that even if it's something that I wouldn't normally buy. So for example, it would be unusual for me to buy an avocado or an aubergine because of the way that they're produced and they're not they're not locally available and they tend to be shipped in from various different places. Yeah. Um, and I would never buy asparagus from Mexico, for example. I would just wait for the asparagus season. However, if I find it date up, sitting there on the shelf looking forlorn, I immediately, in some sort of strange kind of minister of absol absolution, I kind of put myself through this uh, absolving process and I go, it's reduced. If I don't buy it, there's potential that that's going to go to waste. Therefore, I can allow myself to have it. So for me, it's like an ethical win-win. I'm saving money and saving the planet at the same time. And I get to treat myself to something that perhaps I wouldn't normally buy on the ordinary occasion. So um, that's and I, I think you're, you're so right. You've taken the words out of my mouth because I'm exactly the same. I, I mean, I don't, again, I won't, I won't purchase asparagus that's not like local. Yeah. But... When I see it there, I think, well, I, I can't just leave it there because what, what if it does end up going in the bin? And then, you know, it's been flown all the way here. <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, it, it's been produced and all, all the emissions that come into that and then for nothing. So whilst, you know, I'm not condoning that, which, you know, we, we should be constantly buy. I think it's better buy it and actually use it than, than not. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're spot on. Yeah, my kids love it because I, I, I'll come back with a load of... So, so one of the things I've noticed that gets um, uh, sort of reduced quite often in the supermarket and often in bulk is um, there seems to be a weird obsession these days with selling fruit that's pre-prepared and then put in a plastic box, which is slightly baffling given that fruit mostly comes in its own ideal biodegradable container. But, you know, that, <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's another discussion. I sort of understand maybe you don't want whole watermelon you could just buy a small portion of watermelon. The plastic that's involved is, is someone else's problem, whatever. But those little pots of um, fresh fruit salad and things like that, that I would never consider buying because I'd just be like, well, I'll just buy some fruit and cut it up. Uh, that's what I'll do there. Um, my kids love it because they're like, wow, we can take a snack to school tomorrow that's pre-packed and groovy and it's still fruit. So dad will let us take it to school as a snack. You know, so I, you, you can have a bit of fun with it, can't you? You can sort of liberate yourself slightly. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. It's, it's like I say, try something new because you, you probably won't want to try something new at full price. But if it's got 50% <laughs> off or whatever, then you sort of think, yeah, great. You know what? I'll try that. <laughs> I'm going to welcome you to the so somewhat elitist Tim Madams Tight Git Club, uh, <laughs> into which I was welcomed by my children some years ago. Okay, um, I've got massively distracted just chatting to you, and I'm sure we could share food waste beating tips um, for hours on end, but we must get the third point from you and what you would like to change about the world of food and food waste particularly. Can you give me one more thing? I think one last tip, and this is something that I do, is, is shop locally. Okay. Um, 
because I think that can make a huge difference um, and, 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 and shop little and often, really. Um, because again, you know, I've been guilty, you know, we all have of, you know, unfortunately throwing things out, like, you know, and household waste is, is a massive issue, um, mm-hmm. never mind the, the, the retail sphere. Um, and, you know, if I don't do a weekly shop anymore. Um, I literally will, you know, probably, not probably, well, you know, almost every night, probably call in, pick something up, um, and you know and then you can be a bit more adventurous with what you're you know you're cooking and uh, and and still be not wasting it so you haven't got a fridge that's massively full of stuff that you sort of think oh god i've got to do something with this or do something with that and then um you know and likewise it's probably costing you more energy as well so you know if you can shop locally and go around to your local store whatever it is you're on your way home you're not in Occurring any more sort of emissions, shall we say, in that, you know, with mm-hmm. energy and because you, you, you're commuting. Um, so I suppose that would be my, my third uh, tip or want is to see people shop more locally. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, you won't get any argument from me on that. Localism in food systems is a great thing. And that starts with shopping locally because when you've got smaller, more independent local shops, they're more open to talking to local farmers about, oh, well, maybe we'll sell your strawberries. You yeah, and 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 again, local suppliers. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, great, yeah. And then that, that all rolls out, and then the person working in the shop is probably hyper local too. And then that you know the benefits of that stay locally, and the shop ends up supporting a local charity. And you know we sort of get a much more fruitful system from that, which are, you know localism often uh, often a wish of people on the madams class as a as a common one that pops up. Um, so uh, very happy to have it once again. Uh, and I, I guess. Also, um, if uh, what we're seeing, you know, from a Gander app perspective is smaller chains and more independents signing up initially, then shopping locally means we can take greater advantage of your platform to hopefully save us some more money throughout the week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, did you hear that? That was me plugging Gander for you. Um, other, I'm sure. Hang on, no, I don't care. I'm gonna. That's where you're from. I'm happy to do that, and I think um, lots of people will be excited to find out about you. I was going to caveat myself out and say that other food based apps are available, and I'm sure everyone knows that, and they should find their own that works best for them. But I'm, I'm really happy to be talking to you about it, um, and hopefully, we're going to see some some cross platform collaboration from you and some others soon, and um, and and have a, a sort of a non-government-based end to, to unnecessary food waste which should be a really exciting goal for the future. No, I think that, you know, I think it goes to that, back to that point of collaboration. I think anything that any sort of individual or likewise big company can do to, to support this, you know, fight against food waste, um, and it has to happen pretty quickly um, yeah. because, yeah. you know, if we're going to halve it by 2030, um, you know, that, that's still a tough tough target um and the moment we're probably not quite there in 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 hitting that target so i think uh, definitely one to to sort of wake up and everybody sort of uh, smell the coffee shall we say yeah yeah i wonder if it's interesting isn't it i wonder if i might get someone from rap on because trajectory <laughs> of that food waste target is as you say not probably not quite hitting its its point at the moment um, and it would be interesting to see where it is on people's agendas because right now is a great time to bring it to the top of people's agendas because if you're wasting food, you're wasting money. Right now, most people haven't got any money to waste. 
regardless of whether they would want to or not. Um, so I think it is, you know, it's one of those, where, where can we find the positives in the disastrous situation that is the current cost of living crisis? Well, one of the positives might be that we get more efficient and we almost eradicate food waste. That would be an awesome thing. Um, so no, um, keep yeah, fighting a good fight. I mean, RAP have done a great campaign of, you know, win it, don't bin it. Um, but they've contexted it in the sense of, you know, what, what it's costing every household on average now across the UK. And it, every family, it's, you know, basically they're wasting £700 of food a year, which is, you know, it's a significant sum. So, you know, any sort of, you know, education in the sense of support, top tips, um, you know, what you can eat can't eat you know store in the fridge freeze etc the more that can be done with that and perhaps bigger retailers supporting that uh can only be a good thing brilliant brilliant and so just lastly because i'm going to close out in a minute and i'm going to ask you to choose a book about food i'm going to ask you to choose a drink to drink while you're perusing your favorite food related book it doesn't have to be a recipe book it can be a food related book and then also nominate someone for a future episode of the Madam's Cast. They don't have to come on. They can be alive, dead, real, fictitious, and it's non-committal. They don't have to come. <laughs> we don't turn up <laughs> with uh, the SAS and demand that they jump in the van for a recording. It doesn't work out like that. Um, uh, Straight to say that. I'm from, I'm from Hereford originally. <laughs> How ironic. <laughs> I'm wondering if uh, I'm using the Gander app and I... I, the Gander app then at that point probably works out that um, I've gone to a store and bought some stuff, or maybe it doesn't, but somewhere along the lines, I might be able to press, oh, I bought that and I bought that and I bought that. What can I make? Is it? Are we able to generate ideas of things to cook via our selections on that? Or is that sort of a, me dreaming of a utopian future? I mean, I think that's something we, we want to look to in the future. Um, and I think, you know, definitely that's something that content-wise we would love to build in so i think watch this space oh how exciting that is exciting okay well i mean i would you know uh, perhaps i enjoy flicking through four or five cookery books to come up with a, a a new idea for it and then i'll go off on a crazy tangent for a week or two but i know a lot of people struggle for time and don't have you know I mean, I, let's face it i'm a professional chef or a semi-professional chef these days i wouldn't say i was still professional um but I've got experience of sort of taking various things and creating dishes out of them. That's what I do uh, or what I did do for a living for a very long time. So I think I'm in danger very often of overlooking that as a challenge. And I guess, you know, it's all very well for me to sit here and say, you should go and buy your reduced fruit and vegetables and then take them home and make something out of them. But if people don't know what to make, that's an issue. Um, so yeah, maybe something else for us to all look at there um, and an idea for me for the future to, to, to potentially look at guests for the Madam's cast. So thanks very much for your inspirational chat, Stacey Williams. Um, and uh, do, do hope you get a surge in new uh, downloads of the app as a, as a result of your appearance on the Madam's cast. As hinted at, on your way out, I'd like you to give me a book now choosing a f your favorite food or food related book is a bit like being asked to choose your favorite album i realize it's very difficult but let's start <laughs> with the book at least where you know give me an idea what sort of food book might we find in your house what what food book would you not be without am i allowed to <laughs> well listen okay let me tell you how this works you're not allowed to most oh, okay. people say, I realise I'm not allowed to, but here's my top five. But I'm going to prompt for this one. So you have to choose one at the end, but you can, if you wish, meander a little bit. And I'll just look the other way while you break the rules, okay? 
Well, look, I think the, the one that gets used most regularly, and this is a cookbook, is the Cranks cookbook. So that's Ooh. that's a that's a regular in my household. My wife's vegetarian, um, and it's my inspiration on a, a daily basis uh, and well worn. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's used. It's you know, but from from a book I'm reading at the moment, uh, or I've just finished reading, uh, which is food related, it has to be the Green Grocer. So by Richard Walker, um, who obviously heads up Iceland Foods. Um, well worth a read um it's you know his manifesto i suppose for corporate activism at the end of the day and you know he's he's been quite a sort of agitator in in the world of the, of the sort of the multiples uh and it, it's well worth a read but i'm not going to plug it any more than that oh, oh yeah no fair enough you don't have to plug it any more than that can i go back to your cookbook the cranks cookbook yeah you drop that in there as if it's a very well-known book. I've never heard of it, which is unusual because I do keep my eye on cookbooks quite a lot. I mean, no one knows all of them. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah. So um, Crank's um, was a vegetarian restaurant in um, going back in the day in, in London. And, um, and sadly, I don't think it's still around, but I'm sure one, some of your listeners will put me right on that. Um, but yeah, ultimately, it was all their favorite recipes that they used to serve uh, in the restaurant, and um, you know, we, we've been—I mean, it's—it must be at least 25 years old, probably, if not okay. not a bit more. Uh, so, hence why it's well used and well worn. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, uh, and okay, so give me what's your if you were to drop it, what page would it fall open at? Oh, it would probably fall open at um, basically uh, it's green beans and tomatoes so you, you basically sweat the tomatoes down uh -huh. uh, lots of garlic tabasco sauce you then just blanch the green beans and then you just put that in and mix it all it just becomes this really sort of silky lovely you know then just put it on some sourdough bread it's, it's fantastic amazing can't, can't amazing. yeah Re and, and and a, and a great way of using up leftovers and, and a brilliant thing because green beans often reduce. <laughs> Indeed, they are tomatoes and, and something I'd almost never buy otherwise. Yeah. And, um, and, and and bread. Tomatoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, this so, is I mean, so to be honest, that meal you, you can probably um, quite often I create that meal for less than a pound. Yeah, there you go. You see, it's it's possible. Oh well, that's brilliant. Um, what a great book recommendation. I'm going to look it up. Um. There's another vegetarian restaurant in London that I used to love. I'm going to get the name wrong. It was in Soho opposite, um, I can't remember which street it was on, Brewer Street, I think. Was it called Mildred's or something like that? Oh, right. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, that was, an, that was my sort of go-to vegetarian restaurant in London. Absolutely awesome. Um, I, I sound like I'm doing it a disservice by not being able to recall in my befuddled brain exactly uh, the name of the place, but pretty sure it was called something like that. Anyway, um, I've totally digressed. You've given us two books and you've done that quite well. The Green Grace, so I'm going to look that up. That's a definite. And the Cranks Cookbook clearly has to be uh, um, hitting the world of books uh, this evening to try and get that one sorted out. So I'm excited to check that out. Um, can you now tell me what you might sip while you're perusing a recipe or reading a book for, for, for the audience to have a little think about? Yeah, well, even though I'm in Somerset mm -hmm. um, and it is you know, the county of Cider, Mm -hmm. um, I would have to have a Devon Red Cider. 
which a friend of mine, a friend of mine creates uh, and produces down in Devon, and it's it's fantastic, and you I love it. And that's what is, I bring. That, is that a cider so available that, for us to buy? Because we it is. It. So so it's Sanford's, uh, it's Sanford oh, yeah. cider. Um, it is in. It is widely available in supermarkets as well. Um, but I remember Barney when he first started um, 25 plus years ago. Um, and in those days, I was working at Marks and Spencers. And he was just started supplying Marks and Spencers with some, some of his, you know, his first cider. Because mm-hmm. um, he, he was selling you know, around the local markets. That's how he started. Uh, farmers markets. And he still does that. And he's online and everything else now. Um, but, um, but he used to come and do free tastings for me when I was running a store uh, in Devon. And, uh, and it was great. Lots of theatre. Customers loved it. And uh, ever since then, I've been a fan. Brilliant. Brilliant. And let's face it, apples, you know, permaculture. That's not a, yep. bad, it's not a bad land use. Um, okay. Fantastic. Well, um, being an ex-Devonian, I'm very happy uh, to hear a Devon cider on the list there. And um, yeah, I can't blame you. A little, a little glass of the Devon red would be nice. Would you have that chilled? I would have that chilled. Absolutely. Ice or no ice? Yeah. Where do you stand on the ice inside? Uh, I don't normally do ice in cider. If it's chilled well enough in the fridge, I think that that's fine. Okay. I, I tend to do ice in wine. Oh, Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I well, white wine. Do, yeah, white yeah. wine, yeah. Although some, some reds are delicious, chill. But yeah, okay, mm. interesting. Right, fantastic. Okay, so we've had your book, we've had your drink. Can we have your nomination for a future uh, participant of the Madam's Cast, please? Well, I'm going to help you out here because I think, oh. you know, we've, talk, we've talked about rap and I think somebody who would be fantastic to come on would be Harriet Lamb, who's the new chief executive of rap. Uh, and a wonderful lady... Uh, very, very passionate uh, about what she does, and I think it would be great to hear from her. Oh, well, that is uh, a fantastic recommendation. I can think of no good reason not to uh, not to start digitally stalking Harriet and see if I can twist her arm to give us an hour for a bit of chit-chat. Um, I thought, well, what a great nomination. Thank you very much. And um, uh, well, thank you hugely for your time anyway. Uh, and, you know, thanks from the world in general, I think. For, for being a part of Gander. So, you know, everybody out there, hopefully that's listening now, uh, can go out and we well, don't even have to go out. You don't even have to get off the sofa. You can pick up your smart device or your laptop and register um, either via the website or on the app and away you go. I suppose the advantage with the app is that you would get a push notification if something suddenly became um, for sale in your area. Is that right? That's right, it does. So, you know, ultimately if you register and there's nothing currently in your area, um, then as soon as you know stores do come available, then you'll be alerted to that fact. Great. Um, and so, just one really quick thing that suddenly occurred to me is we might have people listening who have a little shop of some sort or a marketplace of some kind, uh, or are selling products. Um, you know, what's the best way for them to register with you? Do they just go online and sort of ask you to get in touch with them? How does it work? Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've, we've got our retailer and partner page, uh, which is available on the website. So literally to go to www.ganda.co and it's .co, not UK, it's just .co. Ooh, and, uh, and then you, yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> and then you can, you can reach us there and, you know, we'll, we'll be in touch with you as soon as we possibly can. 
Stacey, that's totally brilliant. Not only do I think we've got an exciting episode of the Madam's Cast for everyone to enjoy, I think we've got a, a tip-packed episode this month, which is great. But I feel like I've made a new friend as well, which is always nice. Um, so huge thanks for reaching out and getting involved. Um, it's a delight to have you as part of the Madam's Cast project, a conversation about food, foraging, farming, and the planet, along with a few laughs and tips and hints along the way. So um, great, great vibes coming your way for taking part. Um, I look forward to interacting with you again in the future sometime. No, it's been brilliant. Great fun. And thank you so much. No worries at all, Stacey. If there's ever anything I can do to help, do feel free to reach out. There probably isn't, but you never know. You never know. I'll, I'll have to come. See you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.